Watching green pixels fill up a long horizontal rectangle. Watching green pixels fill up a long horizontal rectangle. I'm watching green pixels fill up a long horizontal rectangle. I pick up the cat for a stroke to look busy. Yes. It's one of those workplaces. It purrs and begins to dig its claws into my thighs. <laughs> Yelping, I push it off. I thought you liked me. We agreed you wouldn't do that if you actually liked me. I'm not scratching you. I'm sorry. I have claws. You know I do that. Can't you try to see it as a good thing, like everyone else? It sidles off towards the lap of my cubicle partner, who keeps a pillow on her knees. She knows. She knows it won't change. It's a cat, after all. My boss looks up. I don't pay you to look busy, he barks. Then, discarding the temper, I'm sorry, I do pay you to look busy, so leave the cat alone. And watch the line. It fills up. See? I sit still and hold my breath to enable my face to turn red. This is what they said on the coking course, isn't it? I slump down, semi-supine on the floor. My upper body going as close to the ground as possible in the hope of finding new ways to breathe in. Millions of supping paws seek the mouths of mites. I shall be sucked through the floor in minutes. The whole world is the shape of a bubble. Let me see again. I can feel the cat moving up my legs, curling itself on my stomach. It's so warm. Too warm. I try to will it off, to move it by thought alone. My will makes a low humming around my diaphragm which is all the more intoxicating to the cat. Stupefied, almost asleep, twitching, it purrs, and its purrs are a reply to hums. The clawing starts. My cubicle buddy moves my legs 90 degrees to reach the printer and reties my loose laces while she waits. She kneels down to put some paper in the tray 
and her voice becomes clear in my ear.
There was a tap in the window. I looked up. A boy and a girl were sitting on the ledge. I opened the window a little. You got any of those things you gave our friend yesterday? What things, I say. I haven't given anyone any things. I don't remember seeing your friend yesterday. I didn't see anyone yesterday. Who's your friend? I haven't even seen a child for weeks. I never went up a window. You did! My friend said you did, from this window too. He told us to climb along the wall. That one down there, see? She points. Then, shimmy onto the ledge below yours. One of you pushes the other up to this ledge. Then pull up the other, come to this pane on the left, and tap a little, and then you can have some of the same things. Look, I've got a picture of them on my phone. See? Them. She holds the phone up to the glass. Ooh, wow, they're amazing. They're moving. I thought they were, yeah, they're sweet too. When you eat them, you eat them. Blimey, look, let's try the flat above. I'll come with you. Pull the window open a little more. Both of us, both, no, both of you take an arm, come on. Move up a bit. I'm not going to fit on there. Later, back inside the flat, alone, standing in my pants and vest in the kitchen, I open the brown bag and tip out the contents. I close my eyes and move my hands through the mound. It expands, irreversible transmutations through texture, through my awareness. Sand, then mud. Hairs, toupees, nuggets of shame, Granny's angry stare, a perturbation pushing away my hands. I rest my face on it, with my jaw making chomping motions. Ooh, they were right, it is sweet, Ooh, an unnatural sweetness. No, something reconstituted, gargle posset. So I raise my head and wipe my face in the front of my teeth with the brown bag and chuck it in the bin. Just taken of the monkey, 
to themselves and in tandem thrusting their phones into each other's faces for consensus. The woman clocks the connoisseur and says, No hands, it's dirty. Tries to, because the woman catches it before it completely spills. 